I don't know why I just want to argue with Ariel every time I get on. What uh? What's the topic of argument today? I don't know. She just brings that that cat energy. And I, I don't, do you have a cat on your lap right now? I see that cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, I'm gonna have to unfollow you on Instagram if you keep posting wildly inappropriate stuff on there. What are you What are you posting, Ariel? Oh. Uh. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I like scroll through. I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, who did I hire? What did it just throw it? She'll say anything. I had a mammogram yesterday and I mentioned that, but the part that is like maybe inappropriate, I don't think it's inappropriate, is that the mammogram tech is like my best friend from childhood. And she is like, I'm walking she opens the like exam room door and she calls my name. And as I start walking in, she said very loudly. So like everybody in the exam room could hear is it's been, what did she say exactly? Something about how the last time she saw my boobs was during a game of truth or dare. Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I, I like how you did the PG version of what you actually said on Instagram. This is work. Thank you for keeping it uh, work appropriate, Ariel. Yeah, I appreciate that. Not on Instagram though. So I'm just like, man, I don't think I can follow her if she can't keep it under control. You know, I can hear an echo from somebody, and I think it's Ariel. Ariel's not wearing headphones. Okay, well, hold on. I can put headphones on. Ariel, it's I like we're all wearing headphones today. Well, we have to. Michael forced us to. Oh my God! My cat ran away with my AirPod, my Air earbud. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it had a soul, it wouldn't do that. You know. I know the name of this episode. I think we should do an episode where we're all eating food during it and listeners have to guess what we're eating. Exactly. (laughs) That is horrific. And my kid is sleeping. I'm hoping he wakes up, but then I don't want him to wake up. So we'll see. Like that he wakes up at some point or. Well, we have a, we have a babysitter here. So I'm kind of hoping he wakes up so he can go. So he's not a problem, but then I want him to get sleep because he's a baby. So I'm torn. I see. You have, you have a nanny Tuesdays and Thursdays, mm. Tuesdays. That's the Southern coming it's, out. In it him. slips out. I think, <laughs> I think he like holds it in and then it comes out every once in a while. Yeah. Does it come out more when he drinks? Probably, but I've also been drinking while he's drinking. Okay. And I don't notice it. So I'll monitor it. Yeah. Let us, you'll have to let us know. <laughs> okay. I've known people who like the closer you get to their like hometown, if they're from the South, like if you're driving with them, it just like starts to come out. It's like a magnetic pull or something. You have a say, you have like a Missouri accent, don't you? <clears throat> Probably. Yeah. I don't, I don't hear, hear it. Time, but I feel like I hear it sometimes. No, Michael. I think like your old cat lady vibes cover it up sometimes. <laughs> I hear your accent constantly. You have like <laughs> a predominant Midwestern accent. What words is it on though? Like what, where would it come out? Yeah. Tell me. Oh I, gosh. I don't have that like at, at my disposal. Yeah. One of the things that like St. Louisans especially are known for saying is Warsh or like we have a highway 44 and it's farty far. I, yeah. I kind of hate the fact that it's St. Louisans. Like it yeah. feels like there should be something better than that. Right. Yeah. Uh, maybe they don't deserve better than that though. If you really think about it. <laughs> Okay, fair point. Yeah. I'm not going to comment on that. I'll leave that for Ariel. Ariel tried to claim <laughs> the status as the highest STD rate in the country, and it wasn't even true. <laughs> she, 
she wanted it. No, it's been true in the past. Yo, they get down in St. Louis. That's what I, yeah, I'm never going there. I refuse <laughs> to go to that place. After everything I, I've heard. I think nope. we have the highest murder rate, too. I wonder, uh, like, what the crossover is between, like, the STD transfer and the murders that occur. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, that's a good question. To do some research. We've got some great That'll universities our... here that can, like, yeah. you know, do yeah. some <laughs> academic studies. No, I think that'll be our next article. I think what we should have your job be is like you could be like a beat writer for the the worst things about St. Louis. <laughs> and we'll just have like a whole like section on the website ded- dedicated to that. But I love St. Louis. Like it would all be the things that I love, I guess, probably that are then it's, the worst things. Yeah. I was about to okay. say something, but I don't think I could say that to an employee. So <laughs> have you heard about our pizza in St. Louis? Michael, have you tried it when you've been here before? St. Louis style pizza? Mm, what is that? It's like a like, super thin crust pizza. Emo's is the most famous one. And like people who don't like it say that it's just like a saltine. Like it's a saltine crust. And then it's like kind of a sweet tomato sauce. And then Prevel cheese on top, which is like a smoky cheese. Oh, I could see myself liking this. I, like I, I mean, crust. it's good. It's It's thinner than most thin crust pizza, though. Thin Has crust Dave, is the move. Mm-hmm. I think so. Has Dave Portnoy reviewed this place? That's actually really good. That's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. What, what was the What was the place called? She doesn't know who he is. Uh, Emos. Emos. The, the square Portnoy. beyond compare. Yeah, she's. I think once Ariel really digs into Dave Portnoy in his history, I think she's really going to come to appreciate him. Barstool pizza review. See... Dude, he has reviewed it. Okay, what was the score though? What do you What do you think the score was, Robert? Let's let's share your screen and let's watch it together. Okay. I don't know what the scoring system is. I don't. Yeah, you gotta uh, tell it's us. One to ten. Yeah, so it's it's one to ten. Um, if it's decent, though, he has like different scores for different styles of pizza. So if it's a bar style, he usually scores it lower in like the sixes and sevens. But if it's like a brick oven New York style pizza, he usually puts it up in the eights if it's good. So it's actually it makes no sense the way he does it, but. He's also kind of a ridiculous person. Okay, pizza review time. I think a smirk just Hold on. Is it a frozen pizza? Is this the right thing, Ariel? I mean, this is Emo's Pizza. They do make a frozen pizza, but it's like a pizza place that you can do delivery and pick up from. Uh, and obviously, I got assaulted in St. Louis, and then the Blues won the Stanley Cup. So St. Louis got the best of me. That's fine. But Emo's, the pizza, uh, they're good people. They're super nice. But they got this Provel cheese in it, and that's like St. Louis style. I'm curious if it's going to be in here. Well, it is. It said Provel. What kind of cheese is that? The best way to describe that is it's like Yes, that's it. It's like a cheese flavored product than like more cheese flavored product than cheese. Oh, oh my God. That's just, this just went so far down. On my yeah. List. <laughs> I, I went from excited to almost completely uninterested. <laughs> that sounded like a, I thought he was just being a, a jerk, but that sounds like a fantastic explanation. No, it's is. really, it's really um, true. But yeah, these assholes send me some pizza. And I mean assholes and like, the most kindly of way. They're super nice, but when I say... See, he's a great guy, Ariel. 
We're gonna be best friends. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. I don't care. Yes, it is lava. Okay, let's get to the good part. Oh, he's got it cut wrong though. It's supposed to be cut in squares. Who would order this frozen pizza? Have to be transplanted to St. Louis, or I guess locked in St. Louis. That looks not very good. I like St. Louis. I like St. Louis. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just start with chicken now. I'm really interested in his take. Yeah. Yeah, it's a St. Louis authentic original, and it's you know, it's kind of gross if you ask me. But I do like the people, and I get it. If you're from St. Louis, you grew up on it, you like it. For me, it's like a two-two. Oh, that's low. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, that's the low score. Okay, that is the low score I have, I have ever seen him give. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's not for everyone. By, I'll admit that. It's lowest by about four or five points. Like it's a one to ten scale, so that's pretty bad. What about toasted ravioli? Have you heard about toasted ravioli? Like, it's like food? Oh my god! It's a ravioli. This is another St. Louis delicacy. Ravioli, meat filled. You know, you can get it cheese filled, but there's meat filled and then they deep fry it and then you dip it in marinara sauce. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah. Don't tell me any more about it because the more I learned about the pizza, the less I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. She's like, yeah, it's actually just made out of like fake ravioli. <laughs> they actually make it with roadkill meat. Yeah. Yeah. It's what we do in St. Louis. Yeah. Oh my God. That pizza sounds disgusting. Okay. So, I mean, if, if I, well, I'm never coming to that place that you live, it just sounds I know, I know. worse and worse every time we talk about it. But um, <laughs> if I ever do, I'll try it. You have to get one of the salads too, Emo salads. It's iceberg lettuce topped with Provel cheese, like not melted, but I'm it not, just, it's like ropey on top of it. Do they have like family, family who run the Provel factory or something? Like why is that incorporated so heavily? I don't know. That's a good question. I think there's other St. Louis style pizza places that use it too, but um, yeah, maybe Emo's has like the, they own it. There's just something that is so disgusting about a cheese like product. Yeah. Well, how do you feel about American cheese? It's okay. I mean, I like it. It is a cheese-like product, but like, I feel like that's the only cheese-like product that that I can tolerate. Like, I agree. Like yeah. the canned cheese. What what's that called? Cheese, cheese whiz? whiz. Cheese whiz. No. Weird, man. Mm -hmm. What about Velveeta? Oh, see, you got me on Velveeta. Velveeta. I some Rotel like dip. Velveeta. Like, yeah, no. Velveeta and like a can of chili or something melted together. I might be yeah. doing a complete 180 on this topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Toronto. Uh, all right. Well, are we talking about anything real today? Or are we just talking about Ariel's uh, terrible city that she lives in? All right, guys. So the questionable decision for this week. I, Me and Ariel found this article on CNBC about a 28-year-old guy who works at Meta. And he bought a 12-year lease on a cruise ship. So basically, it's this gigantic cruise ship, and they are selling apartments on it. And I, I don't think it's a situation where you own the apartment, but you can buy like a long-term lease on it. And so this guy spent 300000 on a 12-year lease on this cruise ship. So I did the math. That comes out to just over 2000 a month. 
And this thing is basically going to circumnavigate the world like once every three years. So essentially, it's a way to, I think the phrasing they use is like, experience the world from the comfort of home. So essentially, you get to live in your apartment that you would live in full time. But when you dock in a city, wherever it's at in the world, they'll stay there three to five days. You can explore. That's basically how it works. A um, couple other things to note about this. The apartment is small. It's a studio apartment, 237 square feet. Um, but you can rent it out when you are not on board. So if you want it to be, you know, uh, on the land for a significant period of time, you could rent it out. Um, yeah, but it's not supposed to set, to set sail until 2025. So how do we feel about this decision? Was it, is it a good decision? Is it a questionable decision? There's some other details that might work their way into this conversation, but that's the big picture. Ariel, get rid of that cat. I don't want to see that cat on this podcast ever again. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I do have some questions about this. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. I do have some questions about this. So like, is he single and does he have kids? Is it like, is a single dude? Like what, what's going on here? Interesting question. So from he's an engineer at meta, he's single. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> right? I didn't want to assume. I didn't want to judge. Oh, out. Yes, he is single. However, there are people who will be living on this ship who are married and who do have children. The guy who's sort of in charge of this whole project or somebody who's sort of high up um, is going to be living on the ship with his wife and two kids who are currently two and five years old. But I'm guessing he's got a better place to stay. If I, if I'm guessing. I would, I would hope. Okay. So I would do it. Like if I was single and I was an engineer at Meta, and it was the choice. Where where's Meta located? Is it San Francisco? I would I would Near, assume in, in the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. If, I mean, it, like if it was a choice between like living there or even like living remote, just normally living, I would do it. It sounds like a pretty cool thing. I don't know. That's like yeah. one of my regrets. Is like I I've maybe not a big regret, but like I've worked online forever and I've never done like the digital nomad thing for any period of time. So I'd like to do it. I just you know now I have a kid, so. A little bit, a little bit harder to do that. I think a little harder. It sounds amazing. <laughs> I would do it in a heartbeat, even with kids. Yeah, it sounds great, actually. Yeah, yeah totally. Even with kids. Yeah, I mean, square foot, like well, in no, that place, I would have a larger, larger cabin. I guess they call oh, yeah. it. She'd she'd get the larger cabin, she'd like the, the five hundred square foot one. <laughs> no, I mean, I just feel like what a great way to like show your kids the world and to show them that there are different ways to work and live and. I mean, that sounds awesome. I don't know. I mean, school would be an issue. I, do they have a school on board? Do we know that? Well, they do have a school on board. Really? There you go. So they're prepped for huh. it. They are prepared. Okay. Okay. That's cool. How about this, Ariel? How about you go be the teacher at that school? No, no. I would. <laughs> no. You don't want to work. You just want a life of luxury. <laughs> no, I would. I mean, I would. I would work at this job that I'm working at right now aboard a How cruise ship. <laughs> but I would not be a teacher oh. <laughs> of the kids on the cruise ship. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that was actually an interesting thing that I noticed in the article is that he still planned on working like U.S. West Coast hours, like even when they're in Europe, right? So that means he could be working like 7 p.m. to like 
2 or 3 a.m. It's a little rough. That's where mm-hmm. that would get a little dicey for me, I think. I'm sure a lot of their workflows kind of asynchronistic too, though. But but yeah, that's how much did he pay again? 300000 300000 It's like 2000 a month. That's a 12-year lease. Yeah. It, 12-year lease. Did he – I mean, okay, so it's 12-year lease – I wonder if he had to pay anything up front for it. I don't know. I think if you're, if you're, yeah, if you're single and, and you just want to see the world, I think it's fine. I do have this theory that remote, like remote travel, full remote nomad kind of travel isn't really that much fun because almost every person I've ever talked to that does it is either struggles with like feeling alone or depressed or like they, there's some like really serious things that they go through as they try to, to live that lifestyle. And I don't think it's quite as glamorous as you, as you would think it is. Yeah, I think I. I mean, I think if you go into it with the right expectations, um, it depends on your where you're at in life, of, for sure. But would I do it? Absolutely. Would it be a, a ton of fun? Absolutely. But for uh, the twelve year things, what gets me? Um, it's, it's a long time. I, I think if you expected to do it for a year or maybe two years, but you can't live without community or you know some kind of physical place for for a decade. Um, but wouldn't so, the cruise yeah, ship I, be the community? Like, wouldn't that be your physical place and the people that you meet aboard become your little social network that you see? You're not wrong. That brings up a, another aspect <laughs> of it. And this is actually what... Onion. This I, is an onion. Yeah. This is what I would potentially have a hesitation about is that it's going to be roughly a thousand people on board at any given time. So I think it's 500 like apartment units, a thousand people on board. Is it crazy that that doesn't seem like that many people to me? It doesn't. And that's the thing is mm. that you would basically be like out at sea with this tiny, tiny town of small people. So I think there's an aspect of it that could be cool. But then there's also the aspect of like, that's a small crowd. What if you don't mm-hmm. like them? It if could you're get docking weird. for like five, seven days at a time, though, I mean, there's enough space to stretch your legs, you know, pretty regularly. You can't be at sea for too many long stretches. There's not that much sea. <laughs> well, I think, I think there's you got to hit land. I feel, like, I feel like there's a lot of sea, but there's you know. there's a decent <laughs> amount I've heard. Yeah, that's tough. Because like, what if you get stuck next to a crappy neighbor on either side oh, of you yeah. stuff like that like mm-hmm. they also bought for you're not bought but they lease for 12 years and then you're then you're stuck and then you've got something that you but hate, isn't that you the know? same as like if you bought a house next to a crappy neighbor i mean you're signed into a 30-year mortgage with that yeah but like sharing a wall it depends i mean it depends on where you live but like if my neighbor does something that i don't like like i don't share a wall with him you know yeah, and also Robert's got more information. Yeah, yeah I've got some. Okay. I got some. I told you more information would come out as we. I like this. I like this, this kind uh-huh. of like unva- unveiling it as uh-huh. we go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I love to hear everyone's opinions at different layers, right? Um, so the other thing to keep in mind is that a twelve-year lease sounds like a long time to sign a lease, right? Yeah. Not for this ship. So that's actually like the shortest term they offer. So from this point on or at least from what I saw, I could be wrong about this, but the leases are even longer than that. So think about, they do lifetime leases as well. So to your point, Bobby, how much does that cost? If you, uh, probably a lot. So <laughs> think about like, if you have, didn't research that far, did you, Robert? <laughs> just probably a lot is the technical information I have. I feel for like you. it would depend on your age too, you know? 
Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, think about though, like if you have a 12 year lease, your neighbor sucks, but they have a lifetime lease. Who's going to get preference when you go to the, yeah. the mayor of the cruise ship, <laughs> the mayor of the cruise. That's ship. a good point. Now I think lifetime's crazy or semi-crazy. Yes. I wouldn't do something like that. Cause you have no idea. It, it depends on like what it looks like to actually get out of these lease terms but like but i'm not so sure but also if he says you can rent it i mean this is just an investment prop this could be used as just an investment property you jump on the ship when you want you cruise around you go somewhere else and if you're spending this much money you have the ability to have multiple homes so i think that's the interesting thing i doubt most people are going to live on this ship solely for 12 years or for their lifetime and in that sense you know if you pay three hundred thousand dollars for a beach house why not pay for an admittedly small condo that's just traveling the world. That sounds pretty mm-hmm. alluring. This all sounds like something that, that's not going to work long term. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it just has like the the vibes of something that's going to be a project that just doesn't ever really. I'm not. Sure. I would say I would agree if this was an industry and maybe they're trying to start an industry. But a thousand people again, that does not seem like that many. That's like the average high school gymnasium worth of people. I feel like if you're that committed, that small group, that you know, a, a smaller group could be sustainable. See, but also think about cults. Cults are typically small groups as well. It's like, I think what? this. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if this was like a cruise cult. Like that Mate. is what this turns into. The cult buys all of the property. And then that's just, <laughs> can you imagine if you're, you're like the, the captain of the ship and the, the cult just buys up all the rooms and you're traveling with them? So I, I guess my point is that I feel like smaller communities like that. Like I get your point, Bobby, of like having a weird feeling about it. I think that's my point is that like, typically when you see stories about like smaller communities who are all bought into this vision, a lot of times it goes up in flames. Yeah. I saw something very similar to this. That was a, it's a concept, but they're trying to do the same thing with like an air. It would be like a blimp basically, but like a blimp city kind of thing. (laughs) But they're trying to do like a, a very similar <laughs> setup. And it just sounds like one of those things that's like, I mean, the cruise ship is obviously like way more viable, uh, but it just seems like one of those things that's like novel, like a, like a very cool novel idea. That's like not going to really be that popular or might be popular for a little bit. And then people are like, this kind of sucks. Like what if the cruise ship, it breaks down all the time and like it's stuck in some crap. I mean, it's a yeah. boat. It will break down <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah. So what happens when you're stuck in like, I don't know, some country, way far away from anything scenic and you're just in in a dock forever you know did i miss how michael wants to talk about the blimp start yeah i I, I do want to come back to the blimp is this a a startup that's just you know getting outside funding or is this an established company that that's you know doing this as a venture i do not have that information i can see a little bit of fear if it's some startup that's just trying to get something off the ground that it's unproven it could not work but I imagine if they're operating cruise ships, I'd hope that they know what they were doing. Let me. Yeah. But I would say, Bobby, going back to to your blimp comment, using the logic of a, a blimp in the sky community. No, I, I, I know, <laughs> I know. It was like a, and it wasn't like a. I'd have to. I'll have to. I'll find it and I'll share it with with everyone. It was a commercial that I saw, and it was like it actually seemed like a pretty cool concept, but it was very far in the future. Like it seemed like something that was not coming anytime soon. But it also just seemed like one of those things that's like. 
I don't know, people that live on boats or people that do that stuff, like it's way more of a hassle than it seems like it would be. And it's like, well, are these cruise cabins like made for people to truly live in? Cause that's one of the big issues mm-hmm. that happens a lot of times with like RVs and boats and things like that. Like the stuff inside of them sucks. And then people buy these boats and live in them. And then it's like garbage and then it breaks all the time. Well, here's, here would be my, my biggest concern. Cause I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be cool to travel the world that way. But if you're starting out and this thing sets sail, and you've got a thousand people and you're all getting on the boat the same day, right? Does this turn into like the villages or, or is this just like a, a total, you know, a party? Is this a frat party? Is this uh, you know, people are <clears throat> sharing 250 foot apartments night to night. Like the culture could be defined in a number of bad ways really quickly mm-hmm. to make it, uh, you know, if you think that, any small group, high school or a retirement community or anything can have a, a negative clicks. I feel like the culture of it could go down pretty quickly, depending on what people are trying to get out of it. That's I was my on point a- about the cults. Yeah. It could get weird real fast. It could get are, weird real fast. Are pirates a concern? Yes, always. Yeah, I think so. So like, <laughs> is this ship, like, what is that movie? Captain Phillips? Is that the movie? Mm-hmm. Like, does this ship have like the water cannon things? Do they have real guns to protect themselves? Like, what do they have? Because wow. like, if all of your worldly possessions are in this like 250 foot thing, and then you've got a thousand people crammed in there, like it seems like a perfect place to steal a lot of stuff from people. I feel like you'd have to have a pretty big pirate ship with like a pretty big crew of <laughs> pirates to like take down a a cruise ship. Bobby, right? have you been on a cruise before? I actually have not. My wife and I were just talking about this last night. My wife is like deathly motion sick so like we we did like a sailing class one time and she actually went into like she had hypothermia that's how bad her motion sickness got which i'd never seen before but her lips turned blue it was really really bad yeah so we probably won't ever go on a cruise so i'll never be doing this i really thought i thought you were gonna say she's deathly afraid of pirates (laughs) well (laughs) much funnier statement no i I mean i am I am, but I don't think that she is. She might not care as much. But I think oh, the pirates man. thing, I don't, I think that that's like a legit concern. That would have to be a legit concern if you're yeah, in a I mean, ship. My, I would imagine, yeah. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law who like live on a boat most mostly full time, I mean, they have concerns about pirates and they have like had friends who've encountered pirates and have had to have had their possessions stolen. So it's like a real issue. Yeah, I guess we should have, I, knowing that about your your. <laughs> brother-in-law and sister-in-law like we should have started there like they live on a pretty small sailboat is it uh catamaran yeah it's a pretty decent sized boat yeah i don't mean small but what i mean is just you know you're dealing with a limited amount of space yeah but there's plenty of people who make that work yeah i don't know i think um they're also going on an around the world cruise for four months soon so i feel like we could check back in i don't think it's this (laughs) but we could check back in on the you know see how it is you know. Yeah. Here's where here's where I think I'm landing on this. I think it's a cool idea, but I don't know that I'd want to be one of the first people to buy. Right. I'd want to go and tour it when everyone's mm-hmm. there, check out the vibe, see what the people are like, and decide if I wanted to go and latch my pony to their wagon. Well, I don't know what the but, freaking saying. I mean, <laughs> <kind> of works. <laughs> so questionable decision. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it no, sounds cool. Like I think it sounds fun. I think there's a lot of potential issues, but it sounds pretty cool. 
Agree. I think it's worth okay, a Okay, wow. I really, I expected, because I feel like we started on a high note and then we talked about all the potential downsides, but it's still to, to everyone here, to you guys at least, I haven't revealed my opinion yet, but to you guys, <laughs> it's not a questionable decision. I think it's okay. Can you bring animals? Oh, oh I was just wondering that. Question. I hope not. I would hope not, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like cats. Just imagine how many cats. Cats, cats, cats specifically. <laughs> yeah, like 6,000 cats. Like they just get loose. And just a cat boat, you know? Six cats to every human being on board. That could happen. <laughs> That's a nightmare. I mean, I like cats, uh, but no, that would be a no for me too. You know that someone that's spending $300,000 on a little sea condo is bringing a bird. There's going to be a bird mm-hmm. that annoys the shit out of people yeah. on that boat. Yeah. Why do you why do you say bird specifically? I just people are weird. You I have you're thinking people. of a specific person it mm-hmm. seems. Yeah. What do you think, Robert? <laughs> I think I don't think it's a questionable decision. I think it's a good decision solely for the fact that like if you go on the first 3 month sort of tour and it sucks and you hate it, you can just rent it out for the rest of the 12 years. And also this, I did withhold one piece of information about the the renting out part of it. Uh According to the company, they say that um, this unit that the guy would essentially pay like 2000 a month for, according to their calculations, you could rent it out for like 4,500 per month. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure that the retail of what you could offer would be more so that's what i'm saying if if it if the model could just be proven for a couple years and you could kind of understand it's not a crazy place at that point it's an investment property and i think it's a pretty cool idea yeah yeah i like it Mm -hmm. cool okay well it seems that we're all in agreement it is not a questionable decision we could we could relocate like the millennial money man offices to the cruise ship bobby we could buy we could buy a couple cabins in a row then you know you'll have bad neighbors (laughs) (laughs) that would be a questionable decision yeah no thanks (laughs) all right well that's it thanks for listening to our podcast hopefully ariel never brings a cat on again um we do have a number that you can text if you want to let us know what you think of that questionable well i guess it wasn't questionable we kind of decided it was not questionable but if you have something that you oh shit i just I just, <laughs> as you were as you were speaking uh, i knew i was i, I was done you could, I was, see the, you could see the crash happening i could see the commas in your, yeah, in your words i got lost i did the cat thing and i thought that was funny and then i then i got lost on what i was doing so all right i mean i can't get the well, cat again jeez uh, ariel i was about to go <laughs> ariel how about let's let's ariel stop it <sighs> Errol ruins everything. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for listening to our little podcast. Uh, we have a number that you can text and you can let us know what you think about the episode or if you have any decisions that you want us to judge if they're questionable or not. Uh, you can give us a text at 321-222-0203. If you want to hear even more from us, you can join our email list. We've got a link down in the show notes and we'll be back next week with another questionable decision. Talk soon. Okay. Well, all right. Great work, well, team. Yeah. Good job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>